Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This is the Fray Podcast, brought to you by thefray.com, a place for women who want more from life. Today's podcast is a solo episode and it is definitely a mixed bag. I'm basically just sitting down to have a chat with you, have a bit of an update and also share some recommendations. I don't have a lot to update you on because like most of the country, we've been in lockdown. We've only been out of lockdown for two weeks, two weeks now, maybe one week. I don't know. It's all just blurring into like one very, very long day but the kids have gone back to school. They've had a week at school and now they're officially on school holidays. So I don't have a lot to update you on, but I will have a bit of a chat with you just about what's been going on for me personally and also professionally. And then I have a couple of things to suggest for you. It's been a while since I've shared a book that I've really loved. I'm also going to chat about some podcasts that I have binged and a TV show that I've watched as well amongst other things. And if at the end of this podcast, you enjoy this style of episode, please do let me know and I will continue to record episodes where I'm sharing things with you more specifically. And I'll just be super, super clear in saying that nothing I share is sponsored in this podcast. I am just offering you some suggestions on things that I'm really, really loving. Not that there really is anything in here that would be sponsored, I guess. Oh, a lip balm. There's a lip balm that I'm obsessed with that I buy all the time. Okay, but before I go into the sharing side of things with the recommendations, I thought I would just start with a bit of a life update when it comes to personal things. So as I mentioned, I don't have a lot to update you on. Life has been fairly quiet here with lockdown. It's just been mum life with homeschooling and managing work around that. It's just all been pretty kind of standard, really. But I will say that if you follow along on Instagram, you would have noticed I did make reference on Instagram stories to the fact that last week I had a day where the final resolution was reached in terms of just wrapping absolutely everything up from my divorce. Now, I have been separated and divorced for a while now, but there are so many different moving parts below the surface that need to be wrapped up and taken care of, and some things just take so long. So it's a massive relief to kind of be able to tie that in a bow and be like, yep, we are done here it's everything is resolved um, that had to be resolved for two people that had a life together to be able to separate fully um, in all areas of life and be able to move forward. And it's just taken so long. It's taken such a long time. And I feel as though it's been such a stressor on my nervous system, even just subconsciously, even if I'm not thinking about it on purpose every single day, or if even if I'm not 
you know, actively engaged in conversation or an activity or action towards resolving things, it just weighs so heavily on your mind. It's there all the time. And so the relief of knowing that that's over has been massive for me. It was a really, really long draining day last week and it obviously I'm not going to go into details, but I had the kids on that day as well because of lockdown. It was just such an emotional day. But it feels really nice to just know that that's all taken care of and to be able to move forward. And part of moving forward was launching the fray. And so the fray is, I don't know, I'm sat here with a massive smile on my face when I talk about it because as you might have heard in the episode, not just before this one, but the one before that, which is titled The Fray, very original, um, but I talk you through the concept for The Fray and what it means to me. And it really has been a massive tether and anchor for me amongst all of this emotional stuff, amongst all of the grief and the hard times, just knowing that I've got this little thing that I've been able to work on and knowing I'll be able to share that with you guys. So it's nice for me to be able to put that out there. So we had a bit of a soft launch, did the brand reveal. You would have heard the intro because you're listening to the podcast what else? We have Fray Friday newsletters happening as well. So the first one went out today. Each Friday, I'm going to be sending out a newsletter. The one that went out today was really about how to get more in tune with what you're feeling as a way to avoid behaviors and habits that probably aren't serving you. And the behaviors and habits I talk about are being a perfectionist or criticizing other people or... Um, escaping into social media. And so if you receive that newsletter, you'll know what I'm talking about. I share with you a hack that I have been doing for myself for the last week, maybe just over a week, and it's made a massive difference. So if you don't want to miss out on future Fray Friday newsletters, make sure you sign up. Just go to thefray.com, pop your email address in, and I promise to only send you good things. And very soon we will have thefray.com up and running with everything that we will have available at the beginning. So that is all coming very soon. And I feel like I'm very busy behind the scenes working on a lot of stuff, but I'm loving it. I'm really, really enjoying it. It's been nice this week having the kids go back to school just for that bit of a reprieve to actually put my head down and my butt up and work a bit more. I'm finding it really hard to work from home right now because there is like the world's noisiest builders and construction site right next door to my house. And when I say next door, like it's like on top of my house. So I'm finding it tricky to work from home, but obviously that's a very privileged problem to have. And I'm very lucky that right now we're not in lockdown. So I've been escaping to local cafes to work, but the construction has really impacted my podcasting availability. It's really tricky right now to record. It's 9.30 at night now and I'm sitting down to record this because not only am I, you know, having to work around when I don't have the kids because they've not been at school. So I've got a very, very small window when they're not with me that I can record. And if it's Monday to Saturday, I pretty much can't record at all because the noise is so bad. So that's been a little bit tricky to juggle, but 
just making do and again I know that it's a very first world problem to whinge about but it just adds like another layer of like oh when am I going to get everything done and it does feel like I've got a lot of balls in the air at the minute because there's the fray there's the kind parenting company there's the KPC podcast as well this podcast and there are a couple of other things that are happening behind the scenes for the fray.com so just a lot of moving parts and I'm definitely having moments where I feel really overwhelmed because there's so many things to do and I don't know what to do and when you're always going for the lowest hanging fruit sometimes it just means you're always getting the surface level tasks done and so I really really have to be ultra productive when the kids are not with me and so I feel as though I'm working a 40 hour work week in those three nights that they're not with me just to get it all done and then I'm exhausted when they come back and then it's like ah, rinse and repeat but it's just how it is at the moment and it's a blessing that I don't have much else going on I can't cross the border to Queensland to see family and friends and I'm missing my friends in Queensland so much like a lot a lot I really really want to go to Brisbane and see my friends And I just can't at the moment. I was under the impression that as a kind of border resident, we would be able to cross if we've had one dose of the vaccine. But I don't think that's the case right now. Fingers crossed it changes soon because not only am I missing my girlfriends and my family, my dad and my sister is in Queensland, but I'm also really missing my hairdresser. (laughs) My regrowth is out of control. But again, first world problems. And this podcast is not about me whinging despite the current evidence at hand. This podcast, I really wanted to share some recommendations for you. So I thought that I would start with some podcast suggestions. Now, you may have heard me suggest these podcasts before because occasionally I'm asked on Instagram or in past episodes, but I don't think I've mentioned this first one here on the podcast, and it's a podcast called Every Outfit. And you will likely know if you've ever listened to any other episodes of this podcast, I love Sex in the City. I'm a huge fan. I recently rewatched from season one right through to season six, and then I watched the first movie again, and I just couldn't put myself through the second movie again, but I'm a huge Sex and the City fan. And every outfit is, I guess, what you would call a fan Instagram account of Sex and the City, but it is a bit of a satire account as well, like it's tongue-in-cheek. And they have a podcast. And so their podcast is called Every Outfit. And it's hosted by Chelsea Fearless or Fairless, Chelsea Fearless and Lauren Garoni. They are two women who live over in LA. And I just so enjoy the chemistry that they have with each other. I guess you would call it a pop culture kind of podcast because they talk about all sorts of things in society, relevant issues, mainly to do with the fashion world. They talk about Sex and the City, of course, and also the new reboot that's coming soon. Um, What's it called? Just Like That, the new HBO series that's coming out. They also have a segment on their podcast. Um, I think they call it Kardashaholics. It's like a little segment where they talk about whatever the Kardashians have been up to that week. And every time that segment comes up in their podcast, 
I laugh because it's this little intro where they play the music and there's a um, sound from Kanye West at the end of it. I don't know. It's just like a funny little thing. And lots of moments in their podcast make me smile and make me laugh. Their humor is very dry, but I really, really like it. I find them very, very funny. They speak a lot about, I think I mentioned fashion, but they'll kind of take a deeper dive into trends and fashion shows. And I don't know, I just really, really enjoy it. It feels like proper escapism. It's not about personal growth. It's not about development or reflecting or self-awareness. It just feels like good quality, trashy conversation in the best way. So that is the Every Outfit podcast. And I think they drop episodes on Friday because I often listen to them on a Saturday morning. And they've also written a book called We Should All Be Mirandas. Recently, I had a direct message come through on Instagram from someone who sent me this book saying like, you need this because obviously they know that I'm a fan. And I was like, yes, I do. And I didn't even realize it was written by Lauren and Chelsea. So I'm definitely going to order a copy of that book. I just really enjoy listening to them. The next podcast I wanted to recommend is the She Was the Fire podcast by Courtney Mangan. I've had Courtney on um, on my podcast here before and we spoke about body image and a little bit about her journey with her weight loss surgery and a few other bits and bobs. But Courtney is incredible And right now she is fighting cancer, not for the first time. I believe this is her third round, maybe even fourth round of fighting cancer that started with a melanoma years ago. And she is showing up and she is sharing her journey in such a insightful and honest way. I I don't know, I don't watch many people's Instagram stories religiously, but I do always watch Courtney's and she also always shares things as well. She does like the court report, she shares podcasts and TV series that she watches. Um, So if you love TV series and movies, she's your gal, (laughs) like she actually watches them and I don't know, she's really, really thoughtful with the content that she shares. And her podcast is She Was the Fire. It's a mixture of her solo episodes and interviews as well. And I think that if you like this podcast, you will likely really enjoy hearing from Courtney as well. Another podcast that I wanted to recommend is called Sibling Revelry. And that is with Kate Hudson and her brother, Oliver Hudson. And I really, really like Oliver Hudson. Um... I find him quite funny and it's nice to just hear the the rhythm between him and Kate. And so the idea for their podcast is it's a mixture of interviewing celebrities and their siblings. So there's an episode where it's Jessica Alba and her brother and there's one with Matthew McConaughey and his brother and it's just really nice, I guess, to hear more, more context to that celebrity because you get to know more about their upbringing and hear them in a different like zone because I feel like we're all so different when we are with our siblings like there is nothing that brings you down to earth like a sibling relationship 
And so that dynamic is interesting because there's obviously the sibling relationship with Kate and Oliver and then with the guest of their sibling. They also do have a mixture of interviews with different experts and specialists, which I have found interesting too. I really like how, I was going to say self-depreciating Kate and Oliver are, but that's not the right term. I think I like how vulnerable and honest they are. You know, Oliver opens up and talks about his, all of his insecurities and it's just refreshing to hear a man do that. They also talk about their own family dynamics and that's refreshing to hear because sometimes you just think, oh, like celebrities are not normal people, but they are. They all have their stuff going on and they speak about different times when they've been estranged and yeah, just strains on family relationships. So that is sibling revelry. So those are three podcasts that I personally really enjoy and maybe you will as well. Next up, TV show. So I shared a couple of episodes ago that I watched Mayor of Easttown and I loved it. And I was having a chat about Mayor of Easttown with a friend and he recommended I watch the show Clickbait. And to be honest, it's not a show that I would have chosen to watch unless someone that knows me suggested it. But I am glad I watched it and I have seen all of the episodes, so obviously I enjoyed it. It has the guy from Entourage in this series. What's his name? Adrian. I want to say Adrian Green, but that's not right. Um, Hang on and I'll Google it. Okay, it's Adrian Grenier. Grenier? G-R-E-N-R. You know who I'm talking about. The cute guy from Entourage, the main one. Um... He's in this series and he plays a family man, Nick Brewer. He's abducted and it has a bit of, I mean, there are so many kind of plot twists in it, but basically he's abducted and put in a video that's uploaded. And this video is saying that he has hurt women. I'm not ruining anything because I think this is all like within the first five minutes of this series. And it's like if it gets certain amount of views, he's going to be killed. And so it's this family's race against the clock to save the dad of the children and the husband of the wife. And also, you know, he's a brother and his sister is played by Zoe Kazan. Kazan, she is in a movie called The Big Sick. I really, really, really like her as an actress. I think she is brilliant. I also really liked, um, there's an actor, and I've got the cast in front of me, that played the younger son. His name is Jalen Fletcher. He was so good in this series. There's something about that kid that just makes me want to cry every time he's on screen. He's very good at acting. And so there are eight episodes in this season and I really liked it. It's not obviously a family-friendly show, but if you like the kind of whodunit murder mystery type vibe, I enjoyed this. And it's obviously got a very modern twist on it with the whole clickbait, X amount of views type thing. Now, speaking of family-friendly, the boys and I watch a movie together every Friday night that they're with me. We've done this ever since they were three years old. Friday night is date night. It's a tradition. We have a super easy dinner. We have dinner in front of the TV and we curl up with a big blanket on the couch and watch a movie together. 
And last week we watched Pete's Dragon on Disney Plus. And this was a movie that the three of us just sat there like (gasps) loving it the whole way through. Now, I am not someone who is lit up by kids movies. You know how some adults really love them? That's not me. You know, there are some movies that the kids want to watch that I'm there physically, but mentally I'm well out to lunch talking about like Star Wars movies, especially. And and this one, it's like the worst kids movie ever. It's called Avatar, but it's not Avatar, the movie with the giant blue things. It's Avatar Firebender or something like that. If your kids have made you watch it far out, it is a punish. But anyway, so there are some kids movies that I just can't get into But this one, Pete's Dragon, all three of us loved it. And the boys have talked about it a lot since that movie ended. And at the end of the movie, two out of three of us were all teary. We were just really feeling the feels at the end of this movie. Dragon movies always get me. I'm the same in, um, what's it called? How to Train a Dragon. How to Train a Dragon 3, I saw at the movies with the kids and I was a mess when the two dragons like get married and have a baby, have baby dragons. So I don't know what that's about. But anyway, Pete's Dragon, Disney Plus, highly, highly recommend. The boys loved it. It's just an easy watch. It's about a little boy who is kind of raised by a dragon in these woods and then he gets found by a family who end up taking him in. It's all very predictable, but it's nice. And the casting is really good in this movie as well. The little boy, again, like the clickbait series, this little boy is such a good actor and it also has Robert Redford playing grandpa and he's a hot grandpa. I love Robert Redford, so that's nice as well. Make of that what you will, but anyway. Okay, next up is a book recommendation. This is a... Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. True story, but it really reads like a novel that I read a couple of weeks ago and loved. This book is called 138 Dates by Rebecca Campbell. The true story of one woman's search for everything. So I'm just going to read the blurb to you. It says, what will it take to follow your dream? On the outside, Rebecca Campbell has an enviable life. She is the founder of hot Sydney startup Posse.com. She writes a popular blog and gives inspirational talks at conferences for female entrepreneurs. But when she turns off the light each night, she is alone and terrified of the future. She knows that what's important to her isn't money or startup glory or social media followers. She wants love. She wants a family. And she is stuck. She hasn't been on a date in 10 years. She's too embarrassed to list herself on the internet 
and can't bear the risk of getting rejected. She decides to act. She'll take the tactics she's learnt from building companies and apply them to finding a man. Her epic journey will take her on dates with 138 different men in Sydney, New York and San Francisco, while at the same time confronting the immense challenges of launching a business. She'll face exhaustion, humiliation and heartbreak. She'll meet some strange and dangerous characters and she will strip herself of the ego and expectations that have been holding her back. She will not stop. 138 dates proves that the end is always worth the effort. And so this book, as I said, it's a true story, but it really does read like a novel because Rebecca has a really great storytelling ability and the details and the picture that she paints through her words are really, really, I don't know, well done. And you feel like you're right there with her on these dates. So Rebecca makes a decision to go on a date a week and you know, hijinks ensue, of course. And it's just really interesting the way that she takes her kind of business logical mind and mixes that with this emotional process of trying to find a partner. And it definitely had some food for thought when it comes to dating for me personally. But even if you are not single, I think that you'll enjoy this story because she talks about her startup journey, raising capital, you know, she's socializing and spending time with the founders of Canva. And I don't know, there are just so many different parts of this book that are like, wow, that's so interesting. So that's a book that I do recommend. And I've actually interviewed Rebecca for the podcast. So that episode is coming soon. It was really nice to have a chat with her and hear a little bit more about her experience directly from her. Next up, I wanted to share an app with you. So first and foremost, I haven't used this app yet. And normally I don't share things unless I've used them, but I've downloaded downloaded it. Excuse me. I've paid my subscription fee and I've had a poke around and I'm going to use it. I just haven't yet because I've had this week off exercise. So this app is called Guidance and it's by George Wolf, who a lot of you might know from Instagram. She used to have a business, I think it was called Winnie Dot, but she's now transitioned into creating this guidance app and business where she creates choreography for dance and she also has podcasts about your heart chakra and she's all about manifesting and just living her best life. And she's definitely a sparkly personality. And I've wanted to get back into dance classes for a really, really long time. But with lockdown, it's just not happening. And not only is it with lockdown, it's also just my life with the kids because I'm on a rolling roster where we kind of live around like their dad's work. So It's never the same night each week, so I can't commit to a Monday night dance class unless I go to the effort of organizing a babysitter, which I could do, but I just, I don't know, 8 p.m. on a Monday or whenever the the class was that I could get to by the time I get someone to come here and be with the kids and blah, 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 excuses, excuses, but whatever. I have downloaded this guidance app and I'm excited to try it out and learn some of George's choreography. So you might be interested in exploring it and seeing what you think about it as well. 
All right, moving away from things. Oh, actually, one more thing that I will recommend, and I didn't write this down, but it's sitting on my desk, and it's worth mentioning because I have been carrying this lip balm around everywhere that I go. It's not sponsored. It's one that I buy myself. It is a Bondi Sands lip balm, and it is an SPF 50+. Plus. And again, just back to Courtney Mangan from She Was The Fire. She's always speaking about the importance of SPF. And your lips, especially for me, I don't put zinc on them. You know, I don't think to put sun cream on them in the way that I do my face. But this Bondi Sands lip balm is toasted coconut scent. And I really, really like the smell and I like the feel of it. So that's a little recommendation as well. Now, moving away from things to actual, I guess, habits and actions and a quote that has been bouncing around my brain for a reason. So habits, a habit that I wanted to suggest is journaling. And I know that's very, very basic. And you're like, yes, of course, Kylie, we know you journal. We get it. But I kind of fell a little bit off the journaling habit for a couple of weeks there, just while I was so entrenched in working and getting everything off the ground. And I was saying to my girlfriend, Libby, when I saw her yesterday, that there was a part of me that was a bit scared to put pen to paper and journal things out because I've had so many things, you know, how I feel like I'm always saying so many things, but so much stuff below the surface that I was a bit scared to put pen to paper and acknowledge some truths and see what, you know, see what would come up for me. But I did it. (laughs) I'm back journaling and I'm just making sure that I do it. And the way that I've been making sure that I do it is I keep my journal downstairs on the bench open with a pen on it. And so I'm kind of forced then to see it. It's right there in my face. So when the kids are eating breakfast, I'll just write a couple of lines. Or if the kids are watching TV, it's right there. And I'll just quickly write a couple of things down. And journaling really is just such a cathartic way to be your own therapist. And it's surprising the things that will just come out when you start writing. Sometimes truth just comes out that you can't ignore And you know, like there are so many things that you know yourself, but you silence with certain behaviors or distractions, but they're still there and you need to get it out and look at it and acknowledge it and then move on, if that makes sense. So journaling, if you're not journaling, do it, start and just begin with spewing your thoughts out pen to paper. It's a great form of therapy. Next up is a suggestion to do something really nice on purpose, intentionally go about your day and do something really, really nice for a neighbor. This is on my mind because my neighbor always takes my bins out and always brings them back up, like just always. And I don't know whether he thinks that I will forget because I won't forget. I'm pretty good with that stuff, but I don't know, it's so nice and it's so thoughtful. And I think that he just does it because, it, you know, my bin goes quite close to where his bin lives as well. But it always makes me smile and I always feel like a little bit taken care of. Um, and so that's been on my mind. And then also this week, I said to a girlfriend who is also a neighbor, we live in the same street, Um, let me take your baby for a walk this week because she often takes him for a walk for his first sleep. And I said, let me do that because when you're out walking with him and he's sleeping, 
that's like an hour or an hour and a half that you could be using to do something for yourself. Um, you know, and of course, some days you want to go for that walk, but some days you just want to get on top of life admin. And so that was on my mind of how nice it is to just do something nice for your neighbor, whether that is just leave a random bunch of flowers on their doorstep or whether it is that you bring their bin up for them. I don't know, those little things, that like bit of reciprocity, it feels really nice to happen in your community. And I think now more than ever, so many of us are feeling isolated and like we're just, we're only able to look after ourselves. And I notice that when I'm out and about on walks now, people seem like they want to engage more. People are lonely. Actually, the other day, where was I? Where was I? I literally had to pause and really, really think about where I was because for some reason I kept thinking it was a doctor's surgery, but it wasn't because I've not been to the doctors recently. It was when I went to get a pedicure after lockdown lifted, much needed, and there were women waiting in the waiting room and there was an elderly woman and after it was her her turn to be taken through, she turned and she said to us all, thank you so much for the conversation and the company. And I was like, oh, oh like, like it made me feel a bit teary because so many people are just missing that conversation. And so it's eye contact when you are out and about and a safe chat from a safe distance and it might just make a big difference. Um, I don't know if it's irresponsible of me to say leave flowers on doorsteps during lockdown. I don't know. I don't know. You guys know what I'm saying. Just do something nice for your literal neighbor. Next up and nearly last, but next up is a quote that I have been leaning on a little bit and I'm not going to go into details. I'm not going to give the context of this quote right now, but you'll be able to read between the lines. The quote is along the lines of saying, and this is like, I guess, to do with romantic relationships, but you could also do it, you know, it could also apply to friendships as well. But it's basically along the lines of, if you're confused, they don't like you. If someone likes you, you won't be confused about it. You'll know. So there is that one. I'm also going to recommend some Instagram accounts that I really, really like. Probably it won't be a surprise to some of you because I've reshared these accounts on my stories and sometimes I'll put them up and be like daily serotonin, but I really like Benny Drama. I think a lot of his videos are very funny. If you're not following him, it's worth scrolling back and watching his videos where he would take off the Kardashians and he's just got different characters that he plays. He's got Cooper, the intern, um, Jenny, who works at the mat counter. He also plays a hairdresser. It's very, um, again, satirical, like it's tongue in cheek, but I find him very humorous. And in a similar but different vein, there's an account called Coco DeVille, it's a guy from Melbourne and I think he's got over 700,000 followers on TikTok, but he does these videos where he dresses up as the Kardashians and he uses their audio and mimes to it. And I find it very, very funny. So that's Coco DeVille as well, perhaps worth a follow. There's also an account called Bob's Dance Shop. I think it, yeah, Bob's Dance Shop. I like having them in my feed as well. It's just all very camp dancing to very camp tracks and I love it in my feed. It's nice. 
And then what's the other account that makes me laugh? Let's see. Okay, I don't know how to pronounce um, Elsa's surname, but Elsa Majimbo, I would say, is probably the right pronunciation. But her account is M-A-J-I-M-B, full stop O, Majimbo. She's funny. She's really, really funny. Again, I mean, you'll get a sense for my sense of humor across those three accounts. It might not be your bag at all, four accounts now, but you might find her very, very entertaining. And if you do, enjoy, because it's nice to have light things in our feed. And look at this segue. Speaking of feed, a suggestion for you. I've been having protein oats nearly every day, and I'm obsessed I don't know why I fell off the oats bandwagon for a while there, um, but I'm firmly back on. So my protein oats, I've been having 30 grams of oats with like a 30 gram serve of the plant protein from Nutra Organics, the chocolate sundae one. Pop that in, boiling water in because I don't have a microwave and CBF with a stove. Stir it all together, some chia seeds and goji berries. So good and keeps me full for hours and hours, which I like. And it's been a bit of a goal of mine to try and up my protein intake because I realized, and I've spoken about this here, that I was having hardly any protein and I don't think that was helping with my energy levels. So protein oats, that's my suggestion for you. Very, very basic. But if if you've fallen off the breakfast wagon and you're not having breakfast, maybe try and introduce protein oats to the start of your day. All right, I have a couple of questions to answer from Instagram and then I am going to bed. Okay, the first one that has come through says, toxic ex emotionally manipulating children, how to make it stop. Ooh, that's tricky and exhausting and very, very taxing for all of you. It would be great if you could get into mediation with your ex and have a bit of a chat and get a parenting plan in place and just help your ex to understand the damage that that's doing. It's really unfair, really, really, really unfair on kids for adults to project or put their problems onto them. You should always protect your kids from hearing anything bad about the other parent Um Of course, there are probably extreme situations, but I don't think I have to give that caveat of saying, you know, if a parent is abusive and all of that sort of stuff. But in most situations, if you are co-parenting, then always speak very highly of the other parent to your children. It's really, really important. So I would suggest trying to come together and having a bit of a meeting of minds and perhaps having a third party that can really help your ex to understand that emotionally manipulating the children, sorry, you didn't even say speaking poorly of you, but emotionally manipulating the children is such a mean thing to do and kids will wise up to it eventually, but it might just help them to understand from a third party about the beliefs that they're going to be creating for your children. But I feel for you. Um, What else have we got here? I loved the first fray letter, setting up an inbox folder to keep all of this gold together. Oh, that's really nice to hear. Again, if you haven't signed up for the Fray Friday newsletter yet, oh, it's getting late, guys. If you haven't signed up yet, go to thefray.com and pop your email address in. 
um, podcasts I love. I've covered that for you. Not related to the podcast, but where are your slippers from? My fluffy white crossover slippers are emu slippers. Um, and I love them and they're really, really good quality. I also have some cotton on body ones, but they're obviously not as high quality as the emu ones. First date ideas. I think first dates, there's a noisy car coming past. Sorry guys. I think first dates should always be at night or in the evening. I feel like there's more chance of romance and chemistry happening. I have been on daytime coffee dates before. I've been on a few and it always just feels a bit eh. Maybe it's because I haven't been on a date with like the right person in the day. I don't know, but it always just feels a little more friend zoned and a little more like you're going to an interview. Again, being boring and basic, I think a first date idea it's not it's not an idea I'm not reinventing the wheel but for me the type of first date that I like is to go for a drink somewhere with the potential then to go and have dinner afterwards if you want to I don't commit to going to dinner as a first date just in case it's awkward and I don't want to be there I don't know whether that's like a good idea or not some people might really enjoy just going out for a meal with anyone but I don't know, for me, I'm like, let's go for a drink and we'll go from there. And Rebecca Campbell, who wrote the um, book 138 Dates, she says the same thing in her book and also in the interview, which you will hear a little bit later on in the week. All right, another question that says, have you been catfished yet? Not to my knowledge, but I am off dating apps at the moment. Like I've never been speaking to someone and then met them and they're not who they say they are. Um, so no, I haven't had that experience, but I like how you said, have you been catfished yet? Like, like it's a given that it will happen. Um, dating apps these days, accounts can be verified. So people take a photo and they verify that their account is who they say they are. So that is handy. Um, what else have we got here? Again, another one for podcasts that I love. Oh, someone saying that they've taken a break from Instagram and wondering if I still live in the house that I built. No, you can go back a couple of months ago to the start of June and listen to some podcasts around that time, but the house sold and I'm now renting very close to that house, which is handy. All right, guys, there are a couple of other questions there, but I'm going to wrap it up. I'm going to love and leave you because I need to go to bed. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. As I said at the start, it's a total mixed bag, a bit of stopping and starting and sharing all sorts of random things. But if you enjoyed it, please do take a screenshot, pop it up on your Instagram story, tag me at Kylie Camps, and then I can share it on my story as well. You can also tag at the fray underscore the new Instagram account. Annoying that I couldn't get the fray without the underscore, but that's okay. If you're not following that account, jump over and give it a follow. Over there, I'm uploading quotes from the podcast and just all sorts of different food for thought. And I really do appreciate your support over there as well. I hope that you have an amazing week ahead and I look forward to speaking with you soon. This is what I want. This is what I need. If you don't have to go, I can set you free. Are you going to
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 